BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Thursday, finally. It's now we Friday. can say it's Thursday. But it does feel like it should be a Friday. Maybe for you, because let's just jump right in. You and the Snatchler had such a crazy night last night. Making news. Making news. The Snatchler... In Page Snitch, check her out if you haven't seen what we're talking about. Basically, Claudia and Margot were at Zero Bond last night. Well, so I was going to Zero Bond before I knew that anything was going down. I was just going there for dinner because I obviously have the same taste and style as Kim Kardashian West. So as I'm in the Uber, it's a members club. So when you get there, like you have to be with your member to go upstairs. And I'm the member. So my friend John was like, I'm here. I'm outside. Take your time just saw Pete Davidson. I'm like, are you kidding? He's like, no, literally, like, there's paparazzi outside. And he was so, like, nonchalant about it. I'm like, was he with Kim? He was like, no. But there's a million SUVs. Like, the street is completely, like, barricaded. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm in this cab fucking rushing, rushing to move. So much traffic, so slow. And I'm like, fuck, oh, my God, I'm going to miss it. And then Margaret texts me. She's like, oh, I'm here with John outside waiting for you. Like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm moving as absolutely fast as I can. And I'm just, like, thinking, like, is Kim coming or is he just going out for dinner by himself? Like, we didn't know. Like, But, like, when Kim's in town, she really does go to Zero Bond. Also, yesterday we found out that she hit up his side of town. She was spotted in Staten Island at his, like, favorite pizza joint. So if Kim was still in New York and this yep. is real, then she would be there showing obviously. up. Obviously. But it was, like... Would they show up together? Like, we just didn't know. And then Snatchler went, like, quiet in the chat for a minute. I'm like, Snatchler, what's going on? Because she was updating me. She went quiet. And then all of a sudden, she sends a video of Kim. Snatchler got caught in the background of all these paparazzi pics. And at the end of the day, like, I really don't think any of this would have been possible without me being late. Because, (laughs) honestly, as much as I wanted to be there, which I'm sad that I'm not in those pictures... Snatcher got to see Kim, whereas, like, if it was just a regular restaurant or if I wasn't late, we would have been upstairs eating. Mm-hmm. And once inside, Kim, Pete, and their crew did not eat in the main dining room. They were eating on, like, a lower-level private room. So no one really got to see them. Um, but I could, you could 100%, I know this sounds crazy, I've, I've been to this place a million times. You could feel the energy in the building. I'm dead fucking serious. Like, the place was on fire. Like, it was an electric night. That's incredible. And then when we left, oh, by the way, when I, when I actually did indeed get there, these paparazzi were, like, beating the shit out of it, fighting with each other, like, because, you know, they're all just pushing each other to get in the way of a picture. And I had just missed the Kim, you know, hoopla. And these paparazzi are, like, going at it, each other's throats. It was actually crazy. Then when I left, there were paparazzi waiting, and they were also, like, now people knew that they were there. There was, like, a million fans outside. So it's, like, when you see all those videos of Kim, like, walking from her hotel to her car, and there's, like, yeah. a thousand people, that's what it was. Got it. That is crazy. So crazy. And the snitch was in the background. If you guys haven't seen it, just head over to page6.com because it's the top article, snitch in the background, doing her snitchy thing. And honestly, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, like, I posted that I was at Zero Bond last night and I was just like, being like, yeah, like I'm with Kim. Yeah, we know. (laughs) I was just like really clout chasing. And no, I didn't see them. But you no, were in the in the building. I was in the building, and it was just crazy. Like I like we our chat that we were all t- texting in like knew that Pete and Kim were together at Zirban before the world did. And I love knowing things before we the did. World and does. I was like just home in bed being annoying. I'm like hustle. I know, move which it. is nothing more annoying than you could possibly. Fucking no, I say. know. I knew that I was. It was like, not stre- in my control. I was stressing you out. I was stressed I was like, out. Move it, move it. My taxi Pick driver up the pace, ladies. was driving Miss Daisy, <laughs> like so slow. Didn't know that I have to go meet, you know, Kim Kardashian. Yeah. 
And there's only so much you could do when I was dying. A little interesting factoid is like when Kim gets out of the car, like for those pictures to the door, they literally spent like five minutes, her security, like clearing the sidewalk. Like you can't pass. So Margo was waiting right outside the door, like where a normal person would. And the guy was like, are you waiting like for an Uber? And she's like, no, I'm waiting to go inside. And they were like, well, can you just like shift to the side? And thank God that he did because Margo got right in the direct line of sight. Right in the direct line. It was so, so iconic. funny. We, I wish you could have seen us when you sent us the picture of Margo on page six. We were still sitting at Zero Bond screaming. Like, we were like, oh my God. Like, it was like the best thing that ever happened to us. We were like, oh my God, oh my God. And everyone was staring at us. We're like, you don't understand. Actually, it was popping last night. You know who else was there? It's like star studded. Who? Meek Mill. Oh, cool. Yeah, he sat right behind me. Really handsome. Interesting. Yeah, so it was just like a pop in random Wednesday. So how was the rest of your night? I went to a drag show, of course. I saw, I saw my girl Izzy uncut. It was so good. Um, and I just like drank and my head really hurts, but I'm not letting it affect my performance here today. Um, it was good. It was nice to catch up with the girly girls. Always nice. Always. But I was a good girl and I literally went to bed so late, woke up and I've fully caught up on it, on all the TV. So like... Winter I'm, House? Winter House. Like... Wait, I, how did you have time? Honestly, I didn't watch Winter House because I was like, she's out. Are you fucking kidding I me? I was like, she's out. She's not even going to watch Beverly Hills, which I watched. And then I was like, I'm taking the night off. Peace. <laughs> what time did you wake up? Okay, first of all, I just want everyone to know what a hard worker I am. I had went to dinner at 8.30. So from like 8 to 8.20, I was late to dinner because of this. 8 to 8.20, I was watching the reunion. I literally, the 15 minutes in a cab, watched on my phone, Spectrum TV. And then this morning, I watched the rest of it and Winter House. Wow. So I literally care so much about the show. I can't believe I, you didn't fucking watch Winter House. Especially after you guys were like at Zero Bond with Kim. I was like, she's not watching all the TV tonight. I was like, I can skip this one. I could vomit right now, like for real. Wow. Work hard, play hard, Jax. Good for you. Well, I look forward to hearing your recap of Winter House. I mean, you know what? I'm actually glad you're not recapping Winter House because you like hate it and I love it. And I, I was like feeling lots of feels this episode for like certain people and I just, now I can just talk about it freely. You don't want me to yuck your yums? Yeah. That's good. Okay, cool. I'll probably catch up at some point. I was just like, this isn't going to be a two and a half hour Bravo night for me. No, I started a new book. Not two and a half, two. Plus, then I watch Watch What Happens Live and Paige and Sierra were on. Yeah, I like can't watch Watch What Happens Live anymore. Like, I always watch until the first commercial break because that's where anything juicy happens. That's actually a great point. Yeah, then he starts to play the games and the nonsense. And yeah. I'm like, I'm good. Um, so that's my go-to these days. Plus, mm -hmm. they looked so sickening. Um, they did. I, I didn't watch, but I did see photos. Yeah, I saw photos too. They looked sickening. The house town. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's really all the update for me. What about you? You said you started a new book? Did I you did. bake your carrot cake? I know, but I ordered all the ingredients and I ordered baking stuff on Amazon because I don't have any, I don't have a Sheet cake pan. pan. Yeah. I don't have an icing thing. I don't have cooling What's racks. What's an icing thing? You know, like how on Instagram, like when they spin the cake and then they ice it with that. Oh, like a sharp edge? Yeah, it's like a... A metal thing. It's just a metal thing, yeah. A scraper. Yeah, so I got one of those. I'm hoping to have everything in place by this weekend, but the new episode of The Redheads dropped today. Oh, my God. And you guys, it's our 25th episode, which is really crazy when you think about it. It's 25 books. That's two years or no? Not even two years yet. We Our anniversary is in February. But if you've been, there was two months where we did two books. Uh, right. Plus we did Girl With No Job. Right. Because, yeah, that was an amazing book. And that's right here, in case you've not. In oh, case yeah. you've not picked Let it up. Let me introduce you to some of our products we're selling here today. <laughs> Girlwithnojob.com slash book, my memoir. That's a New York Times bestselling book. And to my right, to the right of that is our canned cocktail, Spritz Society Wine. Use code TOAST. You could also, hear this, use code CHILI. And Ben is literally emailing. Hand emailing. Every one by single one. person who uses code CHILI, which is 10% off the variety pack, which is all four flavors, and sending them like this gorgeous email with like his recipe. Like you can print it and laminate it. It's really in depth. A lot of people have been asking for his chili recipe, which is my chili recipe. Um, and if you want it, use code chili. On a, on a variety pack. So remember how um, we were saying, and I was trying to explain to Ben, what context we, were we saying this? That Ben's like whole marketing strategy is giveaways? Yeah. What were we saying? I think when I was like recapping, oh, beat the crunch. Beat the stupid ass crooch. <laughs> Got it. Okay, I was just like, somebody snitched on us. He's like, what are you saying I'm in love with giveaways for? 
And I'm like, I can't tell these people anything. Oh my God. I can't believe that's what you're going to snitch on. Yeah. Okay, why and don't you snitch on And I this? said it to his face. I'm like, you love giveaways. Yeah, like, and I've said that. And also, if he doesn't know that, then know thyself, man. So I just want to credit Ben, because this, this was a very creative idea, the chili recipe. Yes. Code chili on a variety pack gets you 10% <laughs> off and Ben's chili recipe. And I'm sorry, but it's chili season and it's spritz season. So it's a perfect symbiotic vertical integration. And he says the grapefruit pairs best with his particular recipe. Interesting. So new episode of The Redhead Shops today. 25th episode. That's 25 books. So, you know, we've been slow and steady this whole time. One episode a month. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't feel like there's very much redheads. But we've read 25 books, you guys. And the new episode is so great. Whether you read the book or you didn't. We always recap the book so you can know what we're talking about. And the girls are just, we're having fun. We're kicking it. We're laughing. And then... Our Dana announces our last book of the year, which, you know what? I'm just going to tell you guys what it is right now because it this book is everywhere. I, like, intentionally decided I wasn't going to read it for whatever reason, even though it's on every single list. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm glad that I can check it off the list and it's no longer like the lingering one that I haven't read it's called the midnight library by Matt Haig it's extremely like worldwide best-selling and it seems like there is very Danish choicey so if you want to join us it's never too late to become a redhead it is such a rewarding community it's such a rewarding thing to do to like read this read a whole book can I tell you have a book club to talk about it with and like really someone in the group is going to have the same feelings that you do because we never agree yesterday I like randomly stumbled on the Redhead's Instagram account and like I follow it obviously but I've never like dove deep into the community first of all you have 40,000 followers like that's a lot of people for a book club thank you it's a lot of people in general and the Instagram is so cute I was looking at it and I'm like look at you it's so aesthetically pleasing and the comments are so cute. It's really just like a fabulous corner of the internet. It really, really is. Like it's so Hamish mm-hmm. and it's a good place to be. And I just want everyone to know like it's really never too late. So many of the books that we read, like they're not the most intellectual, literary, confusing books. Like anybody, don't be intimidated. Join us. And if you don't understand something, again, someone on these couches probably didn't get it either. <laughs> and your voice will be heard on the episode. Yeah. So there's that. And then also, oh, I did something yesterday, which people had been asking me to do for a while and I was meaning to do. It was just laborious. So at the end of every episode of The Redheads, we each give our individual rating for the book and then we average it together and we have our overall Redheads rating in every episode. But I never put it in the description or anything because I don't want to like spoil it. Now, every overall Redheads rating is in the description of every episode. So if you want to see if, if we liked the book before you choose which one you want to read, you can just head over to our podcast page, read the descriptions. And it's really crazy. Our ratings are out of control. No, no rhyme or reason. You, so insane. You score books like Dancing with the Stars. A hundred percent. Like if anyone understands that incredibly obscure reference. No, there is no, it's so listening back to what we scored some things like we're out of control. Yeah. We need to do a rescore because I agree. it's also about how a book sits with you. You know, sometimes you finish your book like that wasn't bad. And then a few months later, you're like, that was trash. It didn't stick with me. It didn't or the make opposite. Me, it didn't make me think or the opposite. So it's just interesting. Redhead tings. Redhead tings. Um, you know, I'm really ready to dive in. Because I've been talking a lot and that's no, uncomfortable for No, you. <laughs> because I have the worst headache. Okay. The room is like dancing around me. Maybe you need a little hair of the dew. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely Hair not. of the dew? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Okay, I'm ready too because I didn't get a good night's sleep last night. Bruno woke up in the middle of the night and he needed to go out. He was sick. But he was fine. It was all contained. But Diarrhea. like, usually he sleeps through the night. So we were up and Adam couldn't go back to sleep. You couldn't or Bru couldn't? Me. You know, oh. it's hard to wake up in the middle of the night. And, then, and get out of your house. And then like your lights are on and your brain is awake and you have to put it back to sleep. And you took him outside? Well, not me, Zach. Yeah, I was like, what? You, we did. You, why don't you take, make Zach go? We. He. Got it. Okay, okay. <laughs> we. we. Okay, without further ado to do to do, here are the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. <laughs> And today's episode is brought to you by Pros. After a pregnancy, your body's still shifting, recalibrating, and doing things that don't feel normal. One of the alarming side effects of all the hormonal changes can be excessive shedding. Hair that comes out in clumps even when you wash or brush it. Thankfully, we found Pros to help stop the shedding cycle and grow back your hair. Pros specializes in custom hair care, and now they also make custom hair supplements that are 
personally tailored to address your specific cause of shedding. They take into account things like hormonal changes, stress level, diet, and more. The result is customized supplements guaranteed to help you grow thicker, longer, softer hair in record time. Made with clean, safe, and natural ingredients, Pro's hair supplements are just two capsules you take daily. The first capsule strengthens and rebalances the scalp to reduce shedding, and the second capsule helps spark fuller, faster growth deep in the follicle. Try your own custom hair supplements and you'll get 15% off today. If you go to pros.com slash toast, that's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash toast for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off custom hair supplements. Yes. Okay, first story, big news of the day, big news of the night. We've talked about one piece of it, but now we need to talk about the meat and potatoes, which is that Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson did have a second date night in New York City at Zero Bound where, you know, the Snatcher saw them. But, like, these two are dating yeah dating after we wrapped yesterday tmz posted that she went to staten island for like pizza date night with him at like his favorite restaurant on the roof like he like i think she went to his territory and then he came to hers because she's really she a, took the ferry and then he took the ferry he, she, she's a zero bond girly like you like when she comes to town that's where she likes yeah. to go so this is like bigger than I could have ever dreamed. This is more than I thought we were going to ever get. Yeah. I have to say, like, not that I really witnessed anything, but being in the presence, not in the presence, the aura of this whole thing, like, and it pain, it really pains me to say this, like, I was kind of, you know, my antennas were receiving some, like, fraudulent vibes. Like, about, I know, and I don't know what's changed, Okay, but... So I understand what you're saying, and I've, I've been seeing some things. I can't remember where I saw it, probably either like Dumois or Not Skinny But Not Fat, because mm-hmm. they're the two covering the on the ground, ground. Yeah. on the ground here. And they were like, this is really for the Hulu show. They're filming this, like, these dates. Right. So that makes you think that it's fraudulent. They're it's filming giving, the dates? It's giving Shango vibes. It's giving Shango. Is that his name? Shango. Are you sure? I'm positive. Shango, Shango. lives in my head rent-free. And if you don't know who that is, it's Kim's bodyguard. If, no, if you don't know who that is, educate yourself. Educate For yourself. Real. But it's Kim's bodyguard from like 10 years ago on an episode of Keeping Up. Australian. She like starts dating her bodyguard and it's like so fraudulent. It's so cringy it's too. everything. And we shipped so hard back then. Like we would have done anything for Shango to be together with Kim. Yeah. No, I like I just need to go back to Shango Kim Kardashian. When he opens the door to his hotel room and like he's wearing the towel. Claudia, I'm dying. Shango. They're like in bed together, you Shango. guys. Oh, that just unlocked like a real corner of my brain I haven't accessed in years. So it's giving off Shango vibes. But then someone else said that like Pete doesn't roll like that. Like he's not Very true. one for publicity or or you know faking relationships like PR stunt so like for that reason I'm like maybe it's not Shango I know there's just a lot going on and I I need to probably see the show but they're doing great job getting us excited for the show yeah and I'm just excited for Kim like how fun for her again I don't think I'm not saying they're OTP I'm not even saying like ships out to sea I'm just saying like what a fun night she probably had last night oh for sure and she deserves it and she deserves it and she deserves it what is she doing in New York or just filming she had that those innovator awards oh right Wall Street Journal and then it seems like she extended her stay a little bit to see her new mans yeah I mean I don't know I really do want it to be true but I can't explain why or how but I'm just receiving some fraudulent energy from this whole thing like and that makes me sad because you know what pete's not that guy but like kim's not that girl she used to be but like she doesn't need to do shit like that anymore yeah and i, I do agree i love this prospect of like i love single kim like it you know it was obviously tough for us to go through the divorce but knowing that like we're gonna sit here and talk about i'm sure this is the first of many mm-hmm. like that for me is so exciting like a new thing to talk about we're always running out of things to talk about yeah and i also feel like and i probably sound like a broken record at this point, but they really could be like working on something together. And so, and they're letting, they're letting the world think that they're dating because that's good for the show, but then they're not being fraudulent about the fact that they're spending time together. Like maybe there's something going on that isn't romantic necessarily. What could they be working on? I don't know. I think if anything they would be working on is like Kim has a project coming up similar to like hosting SNL. Like she's doing something comedy based. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, teaching her, like, how to be funny. I don't know. Or, like, yeah. act. Yeah. But they did kiss. Like, that's... Lest we not forget. Lest we not forget. 
we saw their first kiss on television. It was beautiful. Who knows? Maybe they rehearsed it so many times. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, that probably wasn't their first. You're right. Because they were busy rehearsing. Literally. Bits on bits. Bits on bits. Oh, that is a movie I would watch. 100%. Kim and Pete. Ooh. So that's the latest with those two. I'm wishing them the best of luck. The I best hope, of the best. You know, this is just such an exciting time to be alive. And I hope she stays another night, goes to another locale. I'm getting really excited for Fendi Skims. I don't know about anyone else. Planning my buy. You know, she wore the leather dress to the Innovator it, Awards. It looked so good on her. It did. Are you gonna buy? Are you gonna go for anything? Of course, even though like the prices, like right. So you have to be really intentional. It's not like you just will buy something. No, I think if I I will go for one thing. Well, maybe the tights too, but I don't think the tights will be like super expensive. Um, the bomber jacket, the windbreaker. Yeah, yeah. That's I might where my go, head's at. I might go for one of those too. I'm, but I want that tight dress. Yeah. The turtleneck. I'm one. just so happy for her. You know, like this is a great, like kind of week to be Kim. Yeah. I mean, it's always a great week to be I Kim. I want to know if the collection's going to be in stores because you might have a better chance. Oh my God, I have a credit. <gasps> I have a credit. Yeah. But if the, anybody, no, but the collection is on skims.com, right? It's yeah. It's not on Fendi. Like, I think it's like a skims thing. I think it's a Fendi's embracing it. I was on their website and they had like a page a for it. Yeah. So if anybody is familiar with the inner yeah, workings, can we buy it in store? just let us know if it's going to be available in store. That's a good call. Thank you. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah, I'm on my period. I just feel like I should say that. So that everyone knows. Like, yeah, to feel bad for me. Okay. And, you know, I was really thinking about it last yesterday because I was just, like, really having bad cramps and feeling like it's really unfair that, like, I'm going through this right now. Mm -hmm. And, like, Ben's just, like, sitting at home. And at the end of the day, like, it will be our child. It will be, like, my menstruation, but it will be our child. And I just felt this, like, wave of resentment and anger that, like, I was going through it and Ben was just sitting there eating a tuna sandwich. Like, I just thought it was disgusting of him. And I also feel like the menstrual cycle, like, coming every single month is, like, hella excessive i mean imagine being pregnant and it will be our child and i'm the one going through it and you're eating the tuna sandwich yeah that's true a hundred percent but you're not getting your period right well that's a good way to if you don't want to get your period every month like you could just get pregnant yeah but that comes seems to the whole list of seems yeah. extreme <laughs> right <laughs> okay our next story is actually some great news jay-z's rock nation is hosting a job fair to help thousands of new yorkers Newly minted Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Jay-Z's company Rock Nation and criminal justice advocacy organization The Reform Alliance are hosting a job fair on November 18th at Madison Square Garden. The groups are hoping to help disadvantaged people, including single parents and the formerly incarcerated, get work at jobs based in New York, the event's sponsors said. You know it's great when celebrities are doing more things for your community than your own mayor. Like, I can't live here anymore. Right. It's a disgrace to democracy. Right. But this is such a great idea. They it said, is. said the Team Rock New York Job Fair is a real opportunity for socioeconomic mobility for New Yorkers, those who want to work yet have not had the exposure or connections to the right fit jobs or to the support services that can strengthen their pro their prospects for employment. So, so what corpor corporations such as oh. Zara... Lowe's, wow. Madison Square Garden, Amazon, Foot Locker, Live Nation, Vice, and 4040 Club are among those who will be interviewing candidates on site. You know, this is fabulous. You really love to see people doing like grassroots efforts, benefiting the community, lifting people up, mm -hmm. getting them jobs. And it, uh, this is a fabulous, fabulous event. Fabulous event, fabulous idea. You'd love to see it. You do. And I just, I thought this was so awesome. So yes. Good and, on them. Um, do you see JC joined Instagram? I did. And he's deactivated his account already. He, what, he didn't like what he saw. I don't think so. He came to promote something. It was like a Netflix film. Um, and he's gone already. I, I feel that. Yeah. I feel it. I've seen what I needed to see. Yeah. it's going to be enough. I mean, he could have like experimented on a friend's account first. A see, burner. You know, take the temperature. Didn't have to make this whole hoopla morning toast post about it. No, literally. Like it's worldwide news. And then he leaves. Yeah. He was only following Beyonce. And honestly, because... Ben was looking at his Instagram and I was like, who does he follow? And Ben was like, oh, just Beyonce. And then I was like, why don't you do that for me? Like, 100%. I think that's the most romantic thing someone could do in this day and age. A hundred percent. Is be like the one person that they follow, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think that's like the cutest. That is really cute. But That was Kim and Kanye for a while. But it's like, it, it has to be someone who really doesn't use Instagram. Yeah, it's not sustainable. Yeah, like not Ben who's on it Building a business, SpritzSociety.com, right. code chili. Right, code chili. Um... Speaking of my man, 
Today's episode is brought to you by Manly Bands. After countless hours spent jumping through jewelry store hoops in search of the engagement ring of your dreams, the last thing your man wants to do is run the same gamut for his wedding band. Now, thanks to Manly Bands, he doesn't have to, which is truly a godsend for brides and grooms alike. Manly Bands has awesome wedding bands of just about every type of earthly material imaginable, and they even have some from space. So how it works is you'll have your man's order the manly ring sizer from Manly Bands to ensure that the ring is perfect fit. Once he knows what size he is, then it's time for the fun part because Manly Bands has an insane selection of materials to choose from. Gold, wood, antler, steel, dinosaur, bone, and even the meteorites. He can also choose from curated collections like the Jack Daniels Whiskey Bower Collection. I'm sure men love that. And um, if he's feeling even more creative, he can customize his band from scratch, choosing the style, material. You know, the men... The men in deserve manly bands like we get all this like glitter and like with their rings like we don't even care you know yeah. so this is like a fun way for them to do it and they get to do it all from home they get to choose whatever they want manly bands is everything of the sort and we have 21 percent off for you plus a free silicone ring when you go to manlybands.com slash toast that's manly bands m-a-n-l-y bands b-a-n-d-s dot com slash toast for 21 percent off the best damn rings period Manly bands. It is so hard to shop for men sometimes, especially for gifts. So bookmark this one. Gifts, yeah. Because that's a great gift idea as we roll into holiday season. Have you seen like this new movement of people who are like, November 1st isn't holiday season, like stop skipping Thanksgiving? No, I stay away from toxic spaces like that. Yeah, no, because I guess like, you know, last year we were all like so excited for the holiday season it was like a new thing to start it on november 1st you know and now of course the contrarians are coming out like what about thanksgiving like you shouldn't put up your christmas tree until after thanksgiving this thing i have so i have so many thoughts about this first of all what we can't be excited about something like we're looking down on people who are excited for a like a, a season filled with joy love family reuniting with those you love first right. of all okay so that's what we're doing and also and, why can't thanksgiving have some holiday-like elements to it why can't your thanksgiving have a tree in the back it should what's so wrong with that no no not only that it should and second of all okay like if i'm putting my myself in the feet of these contrarians okay so there are people out there who want to put up their christmas trees who cares like go shut the fuck up get a life like do something no, else yeah I mean I think some people are definitely imposing their views of contrarianness onto others and like judging and shaming and others just, like, fuck off but I think also it's just like people people are trying to like stop you know the holidays from I think the holidays should start in, at, at Labor Day that's what I think right no and if, if I found out that you had a Christmas tree you know this is a hypothetical situation where we obviously worship Christ you had a Christmas tree and you decided to put it up in July. What am I going to do? Pull my hair out? Like, it's other people's life choices. Like, get the fuck over it. Yeah. You're really stewing, like, thinking you're so funny on Twitter, like, making jokes. Really? Because, you know, you're being a loser. And that other person, you know what they're doing? Enjoying the holiday fun. And enjoying their life. Yeah. And I just, I don't understand. Even if I put my Christmas tree up in July, doesn't mean I'm not celebrating Halloween. Like, no. And you know what? It's just like, you're putting your Christmas tree up in July. Like, Fuck off. No, but there's just also not like these like day, this decor for Thanksgiving that you put up all month. So I think Thanksgiving should really be a fusion of fall elements and Christmas. And Christmas. No, I agree. Like if I had a Christmas tree and then I was like hosting a big Thanksgiving dinner, in no fucking question in my mind would I want my gorgeous holiday decor up when I'm having my Thanksgiving meal. Like it's so fucking stupid. You wouldn't want it up? Of course I would. Right. What? No. And then it's like, I go through all this work hosting all these people. And then the next day, then I can put up my tree. Like, shut up. Yeah. Also, that would mean that you only have one month of tree in your house. And like, it's not why, enough. let's make it two. Uh, I would make, if I, seriously, if I had a tree, I would put that shit up um, six months ago. No. I would never take it down. Truly though, like November 1st feels like the perfect time I agree. To, to get into the holiday spirit. And honestly, like everyone's entitled to their opinions, but those people are wrong. And like, it's, it's super grinchy. Sorry. It's super grinchy. I don't like it. It's giving, it's giving Grinch. It's giving Grinch. It's giving Shango and it's giving Scrooge. Get the fuck out. Who's Scrooge? He's the Scrooge of Christmas. What? From, um, you know, a Christmas story, Scrooge. He's like the OG Grinch. Is that right? Oh, yes. I thought you were just making shit up now. <laughs> no, a I've Christmas story. Educate never yourself. Seen it. I've never <laughs> seen it. I never even heard of it. Oh, wow. It's it's such like a a common term. Like if you're being like a hater, you're a Scrooge. Okay, well, I guess like while you've been worshiping Christ, like <laughs> I've been focusing on myself and that's why I don't know what a Scrooge is. 
So go back to church. Okay, our next story is some sweet relationship news from a couple we never hear about. Devin Booker is celebrating girlfriend Kendall Jenner on her 26th birthday, saying she is the most beautiful woman. And I feel like all boyfriends say that about their girlfriends, but this time he's He actually means the first man to actually mean it. (laughs) No, the first man to be factually correct. So he posted some pictures to his IG story of them sitting on an outdoor patio. He said, most beautiful woman. And then also posted a picture of them hugging with a, a lock emoji, I think, because, like, you know, he's locked it down. Yeah, and they're, like, locked together forever. Yeah, and they're so... Adorable. Adorable, in love. Like, they've been dating for so long now. Like, is this it for Kendall? Uh, that's what I was starting to think. Like, is Kendall gonna get engaged? Because, like, she was, like, dating around, and she dates a lot of basketball players, so it was just, like... Devin Booker, Ben Simmons, they're all the same. Like, And no, this is not the same as the previous relationships. This is like a real relationship. Yeah, I agree. I think this could be it, hopefully. They look alike, by the way, which I always think like when people start dating and they look alike, that means like you're sharing. Yeah, but also when you start dating, you start to look alike. That's true, but not all the time. So when it does happen, it's the right. It's like owner, dogs and their owners. Yes. But also some of us just naturally look like our dogs. So true. So I'm really happy for these two. I think they're really cute. They give us nothing. And <laughs> they give us absolutely nothing. When they do give us something, a it's crumb. something. And it's beautiful nonetheless. It is. I'm appreciating these crumbs. I hope one day they'll make a full piece of toast. And, you know, maybe we'll see him on the show. Maybe they'll get engaged. Oh, like, maybe he'll be involved in the new Hulu show. I would love to see more from these two. But I mean, maybe, he's busy. But maybe the success of their relationship is, is in the privacy. they give us nothing. They give us nothing. Also, um, he's like an, like maybe the best basketball player like in the league right now. She's not dating like a scrub, you know? She's dating like the best one. Oh, so he's busy with basketball tings. Yeah, and he plays in Phoenix. So like, I don't know how that... I, I think it works well for them. I guess Phoenix and LA like could be further. Yeah, they did that road trip during COVID. Yeah, and they literally got their asses handed to them. Which is so crazy. For in driving hi- in a convertible. It's just so crazy in hindsight. No, I was to actually... To be in your own car. I was writing um, my show, tickets available at girlnodjob.com slash tour, and I was putting just this whole year in perspective and like the things we did. And like, honestly... I don't want to say we because I acted normally, but you guys should be ashamed of yourselves <laughs> for real. Like the way you acted and like fucking attacked every single person, like whose mask was three centimeters below their Slipping. nose. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Like the way we all just fucking annihilated one another from our own homes. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Never, and I really mean that. Never in my forget soul. outdoor family dinner. How could I? I have generational trauma <laughs> from that. And it just recently came up in my time hop. And I was actually thinking about that day because what had happened was, you know, the someone on a, in a Facebook group had to go to the hospital because they were so worried about us having dinner outside. And I had fallen asleep because we got really drunk. We hadn't seen each other in right. like 65 days. I got wasted, fell asleep, woke up to, I think it was over 100 text messages. <laughs> and I'm like, Ben, good morning. And he's like, Good morning. <laughs> and I'm like, how did you sleep? Oh, so good. Yes, last night was so fun. Roll over. The world has apparently come to an end and I've committed a crime. Right. And I was so grateful that I fell asleep. <laughs> like, right. if I had been up all night, did you sleep that night at all? It kept me up. And then once I'm sleeping, I'm sleeping. Yeah, not even the, the worst Facebook group could wake me up. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? It's some really exciting reality TV news, mm-hmm. and it sounds like a great idea. Okay. Joe Millionaire is set for a Who? Joe Millionaire. It know. was a show that premiered in the early 2000s. It was a group of single women competing for a man that they thought was made of millions, but who was actually not. It was called Joe Millionaire. Got it. And now it's coming back featuring two bachelors, one who is Joe Millionaire and one who's an average Joe. And they don't know who's who. And they don't know who's who, so they're going to be competing, you know, falling in love. And What network? This will be on Fox. Mm. So it's exciting for like... So it's, oh, so it's on Fox? I guess it's going to be bad. It's exciting for OG reality TV fans because this is like one of those shows that like started out around the same time as The Bachelor. I've never even heard of it. You haven't? mm it was... Um, this is where your age is really showing. I don't know if, if I, like, watched the whole season, but you I... You, like, I heard rem- of it. I've heard of it, yeah. You, like, saw the commercials? Yeah. No, I very much grew up in the Flavor of Love era. 
Um, and that was a brilliant, gorgeous, maybe, stunning show. Maybe they'll bring that back next. What do you think Flavor Flav is up to? Oh, this is so. So this is the. Um, I'm sure he's busy with Flavor Tings. I hope he's good. Um, the show followed 20 women back in the day who were competing for the affection of Evan. The contestants were under the impression that he had inherited a 50 million dollar fortune, but in reality, he was a working class construction worker. If the last contestant remaining decided to continue a relationship with Evan upon learning the truth, the couple would win a million dollars. Oh, so that's why they could only do one season because then people knew what the ruse was. Right. So now the ruse is different. Did, what are the odds that couple's still together? Like anything? Zero to zero odds. I don't know. You never know. You know. If they were still together, they would have a show on t- TLC. I don't know. I've never heard of the show. Right. But you also don't have a great memory. So. And I'm also so young. Yes. That's probably what it is. My youth. So young. I don't so know. I might young. watch this. It's a funny premise. Yeah, that is a good idea. Um, I'm just like all tapped out on stupid fucking shows. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. So are you ready for our fifth and final story then? Yeah. And I'm going to say something crazy. You don't have it in you? I don't have it in me. That's okay. That's okay. I think it's important to know your limits. Maybe I would have it in me if I didn't have to watch Winter House. I think it's important to know your limits yeah. and to not push yourself and also, you know, to not do something when you don't think you can give it your all because then that will affect the quality of the work. I couldn't have said it better myself, honestly. Our fifth and final story is a little casting news for a live action remake of Snow White. Gal Gadot is joining the remake as Evil Queen. Gal Gadot is in final negotiations to portray the Evil Queen in Disney's upcoming live action adaptation of Snow White, a source close to the project confirmed to Variety. She will star opposite Rachel Zegler, who's cast as Snow White. She broke out in West Side Story, and she oh. was cast in June. I think that we talked about that. Yeah. I didn't realize West Side Story, you know, had dropped. Oh, wait, West Side Story. Sorry, I was getting confused with In the Heights. What that? West who? Side Story, I'm pretty sure, like, Steven Spielberg, like, remade West Side Story Man's really last lost year touch. or something. I didn't even know that it came out. Because nobody cares. And calling her the breakout star, like, I mean... Yeah, no, you could be a breakout star. I, maybe this will be the thing. Well, I just want to say. it for Rachel. No, I'm here to talk about Queen, Evil. Eris, Angel from God, Gagadot. Um, Because I just want to say that I was on Twitter and I was just like catching up with, you know, pop culture tings because I'm a pop culture podcast host. I don't know if you know that. And I was reading this tweet that announced that she would be playing the evil queen and I just want to say the replies are so fucking annoying like of course she's playing the evil one she's Israeli Jewess like you know what oh my god yeah like I could fucking choke someone so bad like it was so frustrating it was just like everything and all these people are mad because I guess there was a lot of rumors Lady Gaga was going to get this role and either she didn't get it or she didn't want it Gaga got it it's the one that she got and everyone's just like evil Israeli you know like Fuck you. I think that girl is a great girl. She's From- amazing. She's such a great actress. I mean, sure, she did the Imagine video, but like, put that aside. Oh, wait, you know what? Yikes. I don't know if I should really take myself in this hole defending no, her. No, but she's no, like, Wonder Woman is so amazing. She's such a great actress. She's so beautiful. I mean, Keeping Up with the Joneses was such a great movie as well. Her and John Hamm, like, played opposite Isla Fisher and Zach Galifianakis. I don't think I've seen that. Claudia? I know. I have a lot of things to watch. Monte Carlo. Can you start writing these things down? Also, I just need to issue a correction before like everyone's screaming at their podcast. West Side Story hasn't come out yet. It comes out December 10th, 2021. So it has all the makings of being, it has Rachel Zegler as Maria, Ansel Elgort as Tony, Maddie Ziegler is in it. It is directed by Steven Spielberg. Leonard Bernstein uh, did the original score for West Side Story. Yeah, I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's dead. And yeah, it was like. There's literally a street named after him in the city, Leonard Bernstein Way. Rest in peace. And Steven Sondheim on the lyrics of West Side Story. So like this, I think this could be the musical event of the season after Annie Live. 100%. Also, speaking of things we want to correct, I found out some more information about Sister Wives yesterday that I just wanted to say on the podcast, but then also just explain to you. Two things worth noting. I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm briefed, but for everyone. So Mary, who was the OG wife, who he separated from so that he could marry the new hot wife, part of the reason why he wanted to marry the new hot wife is because the new hot wife, hot wife had two kids from a previous marriage, and he wanted to be able to adopt them. So if they were legally married... So that That's answers up. why now, why this wife? Yes. And then when I told you that like all the wives have gone through their own things, like with hating Cody, wanting to leave, I totally forgot that at one point, Mary, the OG wife, 
was in an online relationship with someone who ended up catfishing her. I saw. And it was hilarious. Yes. And also people were saying they are part of a sect of Mormonism, like that Mormons yes. do not claim the them. The Lisa Barlows don't don't claim them. They are very uh, fringe. Yes. So thank you for clearing that up. And yes, you need to watch, put it down, Keeping Up With The Joneses. Please. I feel like I saw Keeping Up With The Joneses in theaters. Like I'm having memories. It's really, the two couples, they live on the same street. They're like spies? Yeah. Spy yeah. things. Maybe I'll, I'll add that to my list. And, and then, I've also... We're going to Monte Carlo, girls. Monte Carlo, because I just learned a fun fact. You guys have seen, obviously, Monte Carlo. The with Selena Gomez Selena thriller. Gomez, um, Katie Cassidy from Gossip Girl, and Leighton Easter. Mm-hmm. And turns out that it was actually going to be starring Nicole Kidman. And it was supposed to be like this older type of eat, pray, love. Like, like it was supposed to be for like about older women, and then they aged it down. But Nicole Kidman was going to be it and, and someone else. I'm sure that one would have been good. Yeah, they should still do it. There could be many Monte Carlos, you know. It's a big town. Um, let's dive into the TV recap, which is uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Brought to you by a product that I could desperately use right now, Liquid IV. Yes. Cooler weather makes it easier to miss signs of dehydration, like overheating or perspiration, which means it's even more important to keep your body properly hydrated, especially with flu season in full swing. Proper hydration and vitamins can help support a strong immune system. And making, a, making hydration a priority helps us feel healthier on a day-to-day basis and it fuels us to be our best potential. And Liquid IV hydrates faster and more efficiently than water alone. It contains five essential vitamins, more vitamin C than an orange, and as much potassium as banana. It's a much healthier alternative to sugary sports drinks because it has no artificial flavors, preservatives, and less sugar than an apple. They're also on a mission to change the world. They donate, have donated 4 million servings in response to COVID-19. Their products are being donated to hospitals, first responders, food banks, veterans, active military. Um, it's a f- If you can't drink water like I can, like take some water and put a liquid IV in it, and it's like you drank three times as much water. It's just a Life premium... Hack. Life hack. It's great if you're feeling hungover, dehydrated for whatever reason. Um, grab your favorite Liquid IV flavor, flavors nationwide at Walmart. Or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code TOAST at checkout. So that's 25% off anything you order from the website. Um, promo code TOAST at liquidiv.com. Great. All right, eh? Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, part four of the reunion. Finally, one month later, we can close this chapter. And one month later, I can say we could have done three parts. We could have, but you know what? It was never really boring. I do feel like there were some things that we circled the drain on. And even still, my one last question for Erica, even though she has done A plus for Erica's performance, she showed up, she answered the questions. I think that she explain some things there's still some things that you know it's up to everyone to make up their mind do you believe her do you not believe her the only thing that's a lingering question for me is the timing of her divorce is just if you were what are the odds that you fell out of love with him the same month that he's about to like lose his entire livelihood I just felt like last night's episode I had she didn't say anything new like except for that the 20 million dollars is a lie which I like you it was in the documentary. It's in the LA Times. Like, you can't just, it's just not true. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, I, yeah, I wish that she clarified how it was a lie. I just felt like a lot of what we were talking about last night, like, we've heard already. Like, and honestly, I felt the longer the, the reunion went on with every minute that passed by, she was becoming more and more unlikable. Like, I think she, she came out really strong in the first episode and her, just, her, like, lack of any sort of respect for any of the women like the way she speaks to crystal the way she speaks to sudden like i just think she's kind of gross and i just with every minute i was like please get like get her off my screen i was i I hate like i hate this woman like and i thought in part one she was doing so good i'm like she's gonna have a comeback but she's just like a bitch like she called fucking she called sutton a c-u-n-t yeah like she's just an awful awful friend and you know what this whole drama with lisa rinna like i can't believe i used to did that trust me someone's gonna make out with brandy glanville next season and lisa rinna is gonna be the first reporter on site lisa rinna's fraudulent everyone's fraudulent and it was a frustrating episode because honestly these women are fucking cowards like i could just imagine if this was happening in any other franchise like these women are and, and like literally Ever, Sutton's like the hero Sutton hasn't even done anything she asks one question and Erica bites her head off she's like oh, 
I totally agree. Like I was reading on Twitter and everyone on Twitter really stands like Sutton and Garcelle this season. That's the consensus from them. But like they were like Sutton, my queen, you know, didn't back down. She didn't say anything. She's just the only one who's not like rolling over. But the craziest thing is that Erica's whole thing is like, you can come to me, you can come to me, you can come to me. And then they ask a question and they get ripped apart. And these questions aren't even the nefarious. tough, tough. They're not even tough, like whatsoever. Also, Erica being so pressed about Sutton insinuating that she she's told, a liar. A, she said that she told a lie. I mean, yes, I guess that would make her a liar. She but, lied by omission. Yeah. And that's, she did not share something at one point that then she shared later that made what she shared the first time untrue and just this whole big reaction just because of that is so dramatic it's so dramatic and isn't erica like pretty much her cover-up is that like for the last three years things have not been what she's been telling us they are like okay she's been lying for the last three years i actually think you know erica may or may not have done most of what she's being accused of but i think she's definitely a liar i think i would call her a big fat fucking liar like she literally lied for the last three years that he broke his ankle, that Tom was fine coming over to the house, putting on this play. That's lying. No, and even in the beginning of the season when she was like, COVID has brought us so close together. We have lie. dinner every night. We're talking to each other. Chicago signing the papers crying. Lie. Right. And then, you know, fast forward. A week before, Tom's great. He loves the law. Mm-hmm. Next week, she's leaving him. No, lies everywhere. So you know what? She's Liza and Minnelli. Maybe like her intentions are, you know, she's obfuscating the truth in order to achieve a greater end, protect herself, blah, blah, blah. But she was not telling the truth. And that makes you a liar. And I think the fact that she's like doing backflips to prove that she's not a liar, when it's actually the one thing she really is. Like she she has said that literally everything she's told us about her marriage in the last three years has not been truthful. That's a lot. That's a lie. Yeah. So this obsession with not being a liar when it's exactly what you are is bizarre. And she's just, she became increasingly insufferable to watch. Like a terrible friend, a mean girl, like, Oh, she became so unlikable. And when I thought in part one, like she was killing it, I'm like, oh man, she's going to come out of this on the other side. And she still might come out of it on the other side, but I don't think people are really going to be able to tolerate her. And the way she's keeping score, like, you know, and how she's kind of whittling it down to like, you know, every season you're on the show long enough, everyone's going to go through something. This is mine, which is, let's not equate it to that. This is not a divorce. It's a FBI investigation. Like right. it's not, it's not, a puppy. it's not someone's classic, like a It's not Lucy a puppy Lucy. going into a shelter. Right. So I just think the way that she sees this whole situation is so fucked up. I agree. And I also, but the fact that she came and answered Mm -hmm. the questions, like, I don't think Bravo has grounds to fire her. I think she'll be on next season. I think she already is probably filming with the women. And it just highlighted for me, like, what a coward. I know this isn't the point of the reunion or anything, but Lisa Vanderpump could have done it. She could have fucking shown up and answered the questions about Lucy Lucy, Apple Juicy. If Erica can sit there yep. and like defend some of the most atrocious crimes I've ever heard uh-huh. and, and, and tiptoe around them and also find... I think she... before I believe her now at the end of part Same. four than I did before the reunion started. So I think she, it was a net positive for her. Yeah. If she could do that, then like Lisa, Lisa Vanderpump, it just... Or Adrian, Adrian, I was Adrian this, not showing up because she got divorced, like, no, and because Brandy accused her of using a, a, surrogate. a surrogate, like, and that just made it for me, like, actually, you know what? If you play your cards right, these things can actually be really beneficial, and they can go away, like, yeah. No, I thought this. I had the same exact line of thinking with Lisa Vanderpump, and honestly, for me, I feel like not showing up to reunion. Of course, it's a breach of contract, and they fine you and it's but all these women in Beverly Hills are so rich like it doesn't matter. No but I mean you're not on the next season. No you're fired. You're not a friend of the network anymore and the fact that Lisa Vanderpump like got got to break the rules and like keep Vanderpump rules and then she had the show on E like that shit bothered me so much like it still bothers me. I know but at least you know she did get fired from Beverly Hills but she could have done it like she's she's spun way worse. Yeah and it wasn't what she was being accused of like wasn't that crazy it was like selling stories in hindsight obviously you can say that now given what we've now been watching this last season right but she could have just said i don't know could have been this person but like H- I-, I don't know it just made me think of that i can't lie like i am happy this season's over even though i love it and i like 
I, I've like had enough. I, I am frustrated by this season. I agree with you that the women are cowards. We make no we make no progress because you can't like ask Erica anything. Crystal, who tried to say one thing, Erica which, bit which her was like head a off. Dumb question. And too. then like Erica apologizes to Crystal, and she's like, "No, it's okay. It's okay." Yeah, no, like like such have a fucking backbone. No, literally, not one person in this group is like, "You are atrocious. Calm the fuck down." Like we're normal. You're being crazy. Like chill the fuck out. No one is saying it. So we're making no progress. We're just hearing her like go back and forth on these weird stories answering Andy's questions in like an obscure way and we get no progress from anyone or on anything yeah the only thing I my I think everybody oh, also given the Delilah Bell thing I thought it was really interesting that they brought up the Munchausen's thing yeah. yesterday I think everybody's question and it is you know what did Erica know mm -hmm. and I feel like I could say maybe she didn't know really truly I yeah when we used to talk about it I thought there was no world in which she didn't know because I was like, Erica is a smart cookie. Mm -hmm. You know, these things don't happen. She knows what's going on in her own life. She knows the person that she married. You can't pull the wool over Erica's eyes. That's really what I thought. Me too. But now, but so like, now here's the thing. Here's the lie of Erica. Erica is not that person. If she didn't know, and Tom for over a decade was this nefarious, awful person, and she didn't know, then she's not the girl I thought she was. And that's the lie. Mm. She came off as this strong... Wow. She came off as this strong, tough woman. And like, even though she had this sort of, um, this unconventional marriage, she was not the, you know, just the young wife. Trophy Dixie. wife. Like, the, but, but the now fact she's that playing she, that. The fact that she was giving him all of her paychecks, every single one, Bravo, yeah. the book, yeah. the, the Broadway, like, and then you're, you're just not the girl I thought you That's were. That's such a good point. Thanks. But again, even if I was like this really tough bitch and I had a husband who was so successful and I started making money, like I probably would like let him manage the money because he's obviously good with money, if that makes sense. I don't know if that necessarily should take away from like who we thought she was, but it's a good point. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not the whole thing, but yeah. like she was like, she didn't have her eyes open. No, and she like really made it, made it seem like the entire time, like this relationship was unconventional, but it was like a partnership, a yes. marriage. She like loved him so much. And you really got past the fact that there were 30 years between them. Like you didn't even you know, think it was weird. Every time I hear how big the age difference is, difference is it sounds bigger and bigger. Cause I'm like, I don't even think of them I never like thought of it. Anymore. I thought they were honestly so cute. I thought that they were equals. I thought they were partners. And that's just it, what we thought, but it was not. I thought Andy did a pretty good job. I thought he did too. He was the only one pressing her. He's like, you're, you're literally biting everyone's heads off. And you, and he, he pointed out, like, you want people to ask you questions? And, and they are, and you're being evil. No, and he, like, scoured the internet for every single inconsistency because I don't think he wanted any of the fans to be like, why didn't you ask this? Why didn't you ask that? There's nothing that he didn't ask. Do you think that he got a lot of backlash for Justice for Monique and now he's being, like, a well-researched no, host? No, because I heard that in his book, someone just DM'd me this, that he's, like, doubling down on Monique. Double, I thought it was a book of quotes. Or maybe it's the oral history book. Uh, oh my god! I just, I just got it. I just saw this DM this Honestly, morning. Honestly, I don't want to know. I, I've had a hard day. Okay, but the, I mean, I don't want like until he takes back and apologizes to Monique. It's never going to be the same. It will never be the same. And you know what? There might only be one person who can do it, and it's Nicki Minaj. We'll see. We'll see. Um, okay, Winter House, like, you didn't really miss anything. They stayed in the house and drank the whole time. Shocking. And it was, like, so annoying. They're, they're so disgusting. The house is getting dirtier and dirtier. Did you see the inside of the fridge this week? Oh, you know, I keep forgetting <laughs> to look for it. But I have to say, Sierra and Austin are so cute. They go on, like, a little double date with Amanda and Kyle, who are, like, having problems. And honestly, they're really fucking toxic. Like, they make me sad. Like, they're talking like you know Austin and Sierra on the date they're being so cute romantic pulling out the chair and obviously Kyle doesn't do any of that stuff because they're engaged which is funny like I get that but they're just like really miserable together <laughs> like I don't know what's going on but Austin and Sierra Jackie are so fucking cute Lindsay is like losing her mind and this really weird thing happened so Gabby made it clear she's like I'm not interested in the new guy Jason like she likes Luke and she was talking to um blonde girl Julia about it and she was like do you want me to talk to him for you? And she was like, yeah. So it was cute. And then like Julia, who has a boyfriend, like she wasn't, didn't do anything wrong, but it, and it really pissed Gabby off. And I think maybe it was a little bit of an overreaction, but like she's like kind of obsessed with Luke. Like she's like dancing with him and just like following him around and like nothing nefarious. 
But it's but, not kosher. No, and it's not kosher, one, because you have a boyfriend, and two, because you literally just said to your friend you were going to talk to him for you. It's very Aaron Samuels. Like, yeah. Yes. So, so, and then it turns out they have history. Like, you know, one of Gabby's previous relationships, Julia got in the way up, too. So I don't, we'll find out what that is. But it was, like, kind of really weird of Julia when, like, we just met her. Like, yeah. And she, uh, like, all these new people have really not integrated well to the group, except maybe the Italian guy. So it was just all this drama from the basement, you know? <laughs> it was crazy. I was like, damn. That's really funny. And I just feel like Gabby's like really struggling. And like she's not having a fun time with these people. Like she was on the phone with her mom, like smoking her jewel. And I was like, honestly, I feel so bad for you. Like your jewel's giving you so much anxiety. You're on this like TV house. And like, the drinking. The drinking. Oh my God. Amanda's like swinging from a wine bottle at 11 in the morning. Does it's Gabby insane. have a nice room at least? Yes. And you know, I was actually taking a look at the rooms. You know who's the nicest room? Who's a king bed to himself? Andrea. Andrea, what's his name? Andrea. Yeah. He's a sickening room. And you know what? Paige and Sierra, like, they really need to clean up their room. Like, it's also interesting to see who makes their bed and who does not. Austin makes his bed, and that's why I love him. That I love him so much. so fucking cute. Oh, and Craig like, is just, like, falling between the cracks, like, trying to call his girlfriend. There's no phone service. Like, he's kind of, like, giving me nothing. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Especially because Craig and Paige are... So going cute. so strong. I love them. They're such a funny couple. Really, honestly, an odd match. Yeah, at first, they seem like an obvious match. You know, they're just like both good looking, whatever. On the outside, but Craig is like goofy. Craig, that's exactly what I was going to say. Craig is so goofy and Paige is like high fashion, New York City, like socialite, girly. Like she's, she's just, um, I, I think he must be like, he intimidated by her. Like I would. I'm intimidated no, by no, her. But like, obvious, but then they, you know, found love. No, it's so cute. But it's just, I didn't think, when I see pictures of them together, I'm like, oh, these are kind of like um, opposites. A hundred percent. But I didn't realize that. And I don't think in present time, Sierra and Austin like are anything, which is making me so sad. Because I think they might be. She said she's single. Um, they're so, so they're cute on the show, Jackie. Like okay, but I just want to say, um, when they were on, when he was on Watch What Happens Live, even though Lindsay was there, and now like Lindsay's taking a break from Austin's friendship, even though she was with him a week ago, he would not. He like only had flattering things to say about Sierra. They played this game where they had they pitted like Lindsay and Sierra against each other because Watch What Happens Live is that's so fucking shady. And, oh my god! And Lindsay's sitting there, and he still Lindsay and. He still wouldn't say anything say bad, anything negative about Sierra. Said like the nicest things about her. And if you're saying they're so cute, like I feel like there's a chance they could be together. Oh my I god, hope could you so. imagine Paige and Craig, Austin and Sierra, like all going down to no, Charleston? No, Jackie, it's so fucking cute. And I kind of love how like Paige and Sierra are becoming like this duo. It was always Paige and Hannah. Um, and actually, I wanted to listen to them on Call Her Daddy because apparently they go into like the fact how like Hannah not filming anymore is like so good for Paige because like Paige was constantly caught in like. Hannah's her best friend, but she's also the most toxic person on the show. Like, where do I go from here? And, like, how do I film with people who, like, Hannah hates? Like, and it's actually been, like, good for them. Yeah, will you listen and, and yeah. give us the... Um, I just, like, hate listening to podcasts. I know, but maybe do it while you get ready tomorrow morning. Yeah, I will. Because um, I, I, I actually really want to hear. And I, I think there's, like, some some tea there. And I think they, they from what I heard, that they haven't, like, really addressed, addressed it, it with, between the other. two of them. So that's yeah. a lot. But no, like Sierra and Paige are like this dynamic duo like of girly girls, like socialites. Paige is a duo kind of girl. She is. And But I kind of get that, especially when you're in a new situation. Like, it's just so good to have a buddy. A buddy. A hundred Like, you're, then you're just, you're fine. Yeah. So I thought it was a cute episode. I mean, like, the Stockholm Syndrome is there. Like, I don't know how long we can watch the show where, like, thankfully, towards the end of the episode, somebody started cleaning the kitchen. Luke was vacuuming. And I think Gabby or Julie was doing the dishes. It was... I was very grateful for it because that one area, that little dining room and the kitchen is so vile. And it's small. That's a small kitchen. It's, it's a small house. It's a, I mean, there are so many bedrooms, but like the kitchen. Common areas are not. Are not large. Large. And there aren't many. Yeah. No, it definitely stresses me out. Yeah. I just also don't really like this guy, Andrea. Like Paige like, really wants to fuck him, but she's like, once I do, like he'll lose interest in me. She's really smart. And I don't like knowing that. The possibility of Craig is out there. Like, I can't watch her, like, date this Italian man who means nothing to me. And didn't, in this episode, he's, like, texting other girls? Oh, you know what? I didn't watch the last eight minutes, so maybe it was in there, but it wasn't anywhere else. Interesting, because that was the in the previews. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it'll be, like, the end of this episode, beginning of next episode. To be continued. Yeah. Well, I hope she gets over him, because, like... Craig is waiting. She's too good for that. 100%. It's just so, like, so obvious, you know? Like, be more creative, Paige. Like... She'll get, she gets there. Craig is the creative choice, like, because he's the full package, in my opinion. Yeah, but it's nice Imagine to Imagine she moved to Charleston and then did 
Southern Charm and Summer House, like they would vacation the summer in Hamptons. Yeah. No, but Craig and Paige like started out as friends, clearly, which is a great foundation for a relationship. I think that because like they couldn't be together in a romantic way on the show because he had a girlfriend, and I don't think he ever cheated on the girlfriend. Me so neither. like that looks good to Paige. Yep. I think that it gives them the makings of like an actual strong relationship, not just like hope so. we hooked up on the show and we're gonna keep dating. No, like they didn't even hook up on the show, I don't think. So they just love each other so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that is your winter house, real housewives of Beverly Hills recap. And that is your show. I'm actually feeling so much better. Like the show always makes me feel better. The toast is curative. It is. Hope this was curative for whatever you're going through. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, check out the redheads. Thank you so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're giving, what? So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts and where podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So if you listen to podcasts, find us, Morning Toast, leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. You want to take the emoji thing? Hmm, what emoji for today? Could have possibly... Maybe the Think Christmas tree, one. because we're standing in solidarity with our November 1st sisters. Christmas tree, we're standing in solidarity. I love that. Claudia, that's beautiful. Thank you, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Get my book. <laughs> Get Spirit Society. And my tickets to my tour, girlwithnojob.com slash tour. And the Redheads. Month. New episode. Peace out.